0: This is UW Extension's Farm Management AgriVision podcast. I am Katie Wontock, Agriculture Agent with UW-Madison Division of Extension. I will be chatting with fellow Extension educators as we answer questions from farmers and share our knowledge and expertise on how you can improve your farm management skills. Today, I am joined by Bill Hoffman, Professor and Extension Agriculture Agent in Monroe County. Bill, thank you for joining me on today's podcast.
1: Thank you, Katie, for...
0: Bill, a farmer and his wife milk 60 cows and farm 160 tillable acres and 40 acres of pasture in southwestern Wisconsin. They also raise 50 heifers and about 30 Holstein steers. Normally, he buys round bales of hay from a neighbor to extend their feed needs for the heifers and steers. But hay is a lot more expensive this year. This farmer is wondering if you could suggest some alternative feeds that they could feed their heifers to get them through the spring to early summer when they start grazing their animals on pasture. Right now he mentions the cattle are eating corn silage, grass hay, and soybean meal. Bill, do you have any solutions for this farmer that is looking to avoid purchasing higher price feed?
1: It's always a good idea to keep an eye on what costs are and compare different feed, ingredient prices and ration costs. Even when uh, maybe feed prices aren't so high, if you've got opportunities to reduce some expense because that will always end up with more money left in our hand at the end. But in this situation where they're specifically asked about hay, I think there's some things that need to be looked at. In the end, we may actually find out that the hay itself may still be the best bang for the buck, so to speak, even though it's more expensive than usual. So there's uh, different options that they can consider depending on the quality of the hay that they're buying. Maybe sometimes it's uh, more economical to purchase a poor quality roughage or forage source maybe some poor quality hay or, or some corn stalks, and then supplement with some energy or protein, depending on what the nutritional needs of the animals that they're, uh, they're feeding this to are.
0: Bill, does it matter? This farmer and his wife, they milk cows, they raise heifers, and they have Holstein steers. Is there an option to have different rations, of course, for those different animals?
1: With those different animals, there should be different rations for each of those groups.
0: The heifers and
1: the steers may be on the on the same type of a ration when they're baby calves, up through about 350 to 400 pounds. But typically, when they get to around 400 pounds, in order to produce the uh, high demand type Holstein steers that all the packers that that are purchasing those are interested in, then they need to be transitioned into a, a different feeding program somewhere around 400 pounds, uh, compared to what we would feed. Uh, dairy replacement heifers on. So you know, in this case, we don't know for sure whether they are or not, but we're gonna assume that they're all on a different kind of ration. So if we're looking at the heifers, which is what they were needed to supplement with some additional hay, you know, then we could look at again, maybe a different, a lower quality type of a roughage and supplement that with some, whatever energy and or protein that might be needed to meet their growth targets. And that could be, you know, some corn or some distiller's grain or you know, DDGs, along with uh, you know, some corn stalks or uh, or some poor quality hay than what they were typically buying. I do see they indicated they were feeding some soybean meal. It, it may be worth their while just to compare what that costs on an actual, a actual per pound of actual protein basis versus uh, you know some of the other co-product feeds that are high in protein that may be a little more economical option. And we do have a number of tools that can help with that. Uh, you know, you've done the UW extension has a, a feed stuff price comparison tool where you plug in the uh, the feedstuffs that you're interested in purchasing and the feed analysis of that and what the price is and it will calculate out what the price per unit of energy or protein is and show you how it compares to the other uh choices that you have the other thing that's uh, important there is also to plug in the costs of the entire rash uh, that does meet the nutritional needs and look at that ration on a cost uh, per pound of game basis probably more important than cost per head per day more so in steers uh, probably if we're looking at potentially different rates of game with Holstein's uh, heifers replacement theory heifers we've got kind of a target team and so we can still look at that on a you know per pound a game basis to see what is going to be our most economical way to to meet those target growth uh, rates that we have for those animals the other thing too is uh, we may be able to limit feed some animals uh, within reason you don't want to go overboard but if we are meeting their nutritional needs and you know, for our kind of our whole rule of thumb is they're going to eat somewhere around two and a half percent of their body weight and dry matter a day. If we let them eat whatever they want, within reason, if we've got a higher nutritional type of a feed and we limit the amount that we eat, as long as we've got enough bunk space, if we do that, back that off just a little bit, but they're still getting all the nutrition they need. That could also be a way to save some money in the feed. Rather than letting them eat all they want, maybe grow a little faster, but in the meanwhile, it's not not
0: necessarily meeting their target gains. They talked about putting these heifers out on on pasture. Obviously, when the when the pasture is ready, bring in summer. So, you know, is there an opportunity too to lengthen that pasture time out?
1: It can be done. It's, it's commonly done. But there may be some supplementation on pasture as well, depending on the quality of the pasture. And helping them transition onto the pasture as well from what they been need to do the pasture. Um, but I think sometimes when we're looking at alternative feed stuffs, sometimes we do this even before we hopefully this has been some of these decisions are made before we all of a sudden, oh, we've got two days of feed left. We better go find some more feed somewhere. You know, we encourage people to do forage inventories in the summertime as they're going and into the fall. Where they have the opportunity to purchase additional feed during the actual growing season, or directly out of the field, uh, which seasonality suggests usually it can be obtained for lower prices uh, during that time. Then, then once we get into winter time and it's already put in shed, and, and the demand for it then starts increasing. So that's another way to approach uh, some of these things is uh, keep an eye on feed inventories. And on uh, ten years that's hard to do because. Maybe uh, we normally can can harvest enough and saw odd weather here, dry conditions or something showed up late in the season, and that's when we ended up short. But anyway, they're kind of getting back to the point of looking at our inventories and keeping an eye on them and, and knowing what we're going to need. The earlier we can make some corrections, uh, especially during that growing season, I can help too. The short answer is. There are some different feedstuffs they could look at, uh, pencil it out to uh, see if it is truly a uh, better buy than, than paying a little extra for the feed that you're accustomed to and already set up the feed. Uh, or if we look at some of these other ones where it, it's uh, quite a bit different and it utilizes uh, you know, different feeding equipment, things like that. Maybe it is a good buy, maybe it is a case of working the math and truly finding out which which on a per pound of gain per day basis, if we're overwintering mama cows or dry cows or something like that, is the you know most economical.
0: Yeah, that's some great information, Bill. And thanks for sharing. For more Extension AgriVision podcasts or resources to improve your farm management skills, check out farms.extension.wisc.edu. Thanks for listening.